We all love the sound of money, and a $1,500 sign-on bonus sounds even better. That's right, Belicio Foods of Jackson is offering a $1,500 sign-on bonus to new employees. Receive an extra $100 your first six weeks, then $400 after day 90, and $500 after day 180. Don't wait. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers today. That's BelicioFoods.com slash careers. Come work for a company who truly values their employees. Come work for Belicio Foods. Well, happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Morning Show right here on Main Street TV. And, of course, Jennifer here to start off your morning with a local celebrity in the house. Oh, stop. <laughs> You're too sweet. <laughs> no, Miss Olivia Kennedy is here. We are so happy to have you here because you are going to – I can't believe that we got her to, to take time out of her busy schedule to come here and see us because you have a ginormous weekend coming up. And all Olivia has done this week is, let's see, graduate um, as a valedictorian from Jackson High School, um, win the districts in the 400 – and qualified to go <laughs> to the state track meet. So um, this is like one of my favorite pictures because I want to get right to it. There is Olivia in the district and you are somewhere about three miles ahead of everybody else. Did you know that at uh, the time? I, I Not really. Just run as hard as I could. That's, yeah. You know, yeah, that's what you do. Just run through the line. But um, So you're not knowing that, that no one's even close to you. Oh, uh, well, they were pretty good push. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely around the corner and stuff, but um, but yeah, crossing that line, it was pretty nice. I'll bet, I'll bet. So, all right, so, and there you are on the podium. So, where is this picture taken? This was regionals, and this is at Regionals, coffee. did I say district? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Um, yeah, this is a chill coffee. Thankfully, that was awesome that they have region at chill coffee. No doubt. Yeah, Not short so drive. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was after the 400. Very good. All right, so, Olivia... You were here on the show, I think, last year yes. because you had qualified for the state uh, last year as well. And um, so it's always so fun to see you. Do you um, what do you think is going to be the difference between the state this year and, and as it was last year? Right. Besides the COVID madness and all that, we had still dealing with all that last right. year. Well, it's just as exciting. Yeah. Everybody's super amped. And um, the atmosphere is a little bit different because this year we're at Jesse Owens Stadium at Ohio State. At Ohio State. Yeah, that's exciting. I've never yeah. ran there before. Um, so that's going to be awesome. But I run at 3 on Friday. And uh, it'll just be just the same 400 meters. That's what I keep telling myself. So. Yeah, it's just geography as to where you're running it, right? Yeah, yeah. Whether it's Jackson or um, – so now what all happens? Is there like a, a race tomorrow and then a race Saturday or is there just one race? Like do you have to qualify to get into the race or how's that work? Sure, yes. So tomorrow is the qualifiers. That's the semifinals. And then out of those two heats, what they do is they take the top – two out of each heat and then the next fastest times to fill a final race so okay. those finals are saturday and that'll be one heat one race oh gosh yeah <laughs> yeah no pressure or anything right right <laughs> yeah it's um it's exciting though for sure you know and i you know obviously we're so proud of you um our local kids have done so well and um it's so nice when 
you know, when I was growing up, we were just Appalachians from Hillbillyville. And like, you know, you just didn't hear of, of kids going to Ivy League schools and doing all these yeah. amazing things. And here you girls are and, and boys doing all these great things. And we're so proud of you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. you guys are so supportive. Thank you so much for having me on. And the support from the community has just been amazing. Yeah. I see your name a little bit through town. Right. That's exciting. Brown Brothers Living Oil on the filling station. Just so many businesses just... <laughs> Kept me in their heart. It's awesome. That's right. And yeah, that has to mean something to you, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yes. I would think so. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. The 400 is arguably the hardest race in track and field because a lot of people don't understand this, but so 400 is one lap around the track. And if you've never been around the track, it gets a lot longer as you go. Yeah, <laughs> like that's it what it feels like. It doesn't look all that long, and it is. so. Um, but that would be, what, a quarter of a mile? Yep. And so the 400, though, even like when I was in junior high track, I mean, you didn't full out sprint it. And you all full out sprint an entire lap around the track. Yes. How on earth do you get yourself ready to do something like that? Oh. Well, God's grace. He's definitely got his hand on me because that is uh, it's a long way to sprint. But um, Yes, it is. It takes a lot of work in the off season, of course, and a lot of practicing, a lot of lifting, and then it all just comes together. You've got to trust in your training. You know, and, and how do you train? You know, do you literally, this might be a stupid question, like do you get on Google and say, how do I train for the 400? Do you have great coaches, all of the above? Like how do you know what to eat and how much to run and how much to lift and all that? Right. Well, it's definitely took some learning. You know, I've been in it for a few years now, and thankfully I've gathered a couple tips and <laughs> how to run things, but I do have great coaches, and I have great parents that always are, you know, cooking what I asked to cook or whatever the day before a meet or making sure, hey, grab this water before you go. So, you know, everybody's just there just to really, you know, support me as much as they can, and, and it just it just takes a lot of that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it does take a village, and people don't understand that either. Right. Because, you know, like, I'm sure your mom's like, I don't really feel like cooking beets and Brussels sprouts <laughs> tonight, but I guess that's what Olivia needs. Her body's wanting tonight. So that's yeah. what we're going to eat. Right, right. Yeah, a lot of pastas <laughs> lately, but it's, uh, they're great. See, the rest of us don't get to eat carbs and, and you work them all off. So you need to fuel your body. Yeah, lately, <laughs> that's what I've been telling myself with the cupcakes and graduation cookies. Yeah. That's what I've been telling myself. It's, it's just, just some carbs. carbs. It's yeah. just energy. Yeah. You know, my body needs this sugar to sure, run. Sure, that's what I've been saying. So <laughs> that would be hard to, uh, I'm sure a lot of people are bringing you all kind of, uh, you know, all of those treats. And you're yeah. like, well, I really should not eat them, but I want to. Yeah, maybe just a nibble. So. <laughs> Well, very good. Um, and and not only is she obviously a very talented runner, but you and I cannot let you go without saying this, you know, valedictorian of, of your class. And, you know, at the end of the day, the girl's got brains on top of her God-given talent and, and work ethic. And uh, we got to give you credit for that, too. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. You know, and it, I don't think that there's very few people in the world that get to where you are, um, either academically or, you know, sports related without a good work ethic. So what would you say to the kids that might be watching today that are coming up and, you know, say, man, I want to be Olivia someday. Uh, well, I would just say, just keep buying into yourself. 
you know, it takes work, and I know everybody everybody that I've seen coming up, man, they got a great work ethic and just a great will to win. So just keep nurturing that for yourself because, man, it pays off. It's just a wonderful journey whenever you can you know, set your hat down and say, I did what I could do. You know, I put in the work, so. Yeah, and I did my best. Right, right. So I just, uh, I would just encourage that. Yeah, just, just trust in yourself. Put in that work. Very good. See, kids, it's it's uh, just because you're from little old Jackson, Ohio, doesn't mean you can't do yeah. great things. Yeah. That's silly. That's even better. It's even better yeah, than just, Jackson. You know, shove it to somebody. Right. Yeah. Like, um, so what is your, what will your next two days look like? You know, because you're getting ready to go run in the state tournament. Like, that's a huge deal. Yeah. So what will you be doing? Well, a lot of praying. A lot of praying for sure. Um, Don't step in any holes or anything, okay? Yeah, yeah. Careful steps. Careful steps. Um, but Fridays are prelims, and um, they're opening the track today, so we might check that out for a second. That and, seems like a good idea just to go up and get the lay of the land, sure. even if you're not, you know, running or whatever. Yeah, that's what we figured. And um, Good just, idea. Yeah, short little thing, but then uh, get focused up for Friday, and hopefully... You know, we'll, uh, we'll make that thing to Saturday, and it should be fun. Yeah. That's right. And not only uh, has Olivia made it to the state, but, you know, darn it, you broke your own record. Yeah, that was exciting. <laughs> yeah, at regional finals, that was awesome, um, which we didn't have prelims at regionals, so we just had, like, one shot to break that thing at region at Chillicothe, and uh, that's a good feeling. So. Yeah, and, you know, how do you um, – how do you better yourself? Like, how do you think, okay, I typically run this race in X amount of seconds. What is it? 57? Yeah. Around 57. Sure. So how do you say, okay, I'm going to get to 56 or I'm going to get to 54. How do you do that? Yeah. Well, it takes a, takes a good mental, you know, mental toughness. You got to just keep telling yourself, push, push, push along the way. But it also takes great competition, you know, uh, having people around the around the track chasing you down or in front of you that's uh that really you know gets your legs moving so i would say if there's somebody hot on your heels you're going to yeah. run even faster right for sure yeah <laughs> well very good and okay well olivia we'll let you get out of here because i know that you have other things to do than to chat with us all day but we just wanted to have you in and tell you how proud we are of you and you are just amazing and such a good role model for you know our youth coming up Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Of course. Now, I have a couple of other things. Uh, we do have some other special guests here yes. um, that will be on our program in just a moment. And that is, of course, Cher and Michelle Black. And we're going to be talking about a camp that they will be holding um, in honor of their daughter and sister. But you actually, strangely enough that you're here, attended the camp last year. Yes. And that it's more of a cross-country camp. And mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know this, but Olivia runs all kind of races. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You yeah. do all kind of stuff. But um, can you tell us about your experiences of the camp before we let you get out of here and the girls come over to talk about it and help promote it? Sure, Absolutely. Well, I couldn't encourage it enough for the youth. You know, what they're doing is great. They're just doing great stuff. You know, they're advocating not only just for cross country, but just your life, you know, making checking in on you, making sure you're well and at the same time, you know, getting you geared up for a good fall. So I couldn't I couldn't recommend it more. You know, it, it's really a beautiful thing that they're doing. 
It is. You're right. And, you know, as a student athlete and, and a student, you know, it, it does get hard on you guys and, and kids and, you know, your senior year is tough and you have to, you're, you're expected to make all these grown up decisions. Right. And you're just a kid, <laughs> you know, and you think back about it. So, you know, mental health does come into this. So I'm glad that that's part of the camp as well is to, to make sure that you're all right. Like yes. you said. Yes, they do a great job. So. Very good. Well, I just want to get your two cents in there because I know that you had attended the camp and, um, you know, obviously Olivia's done quite well. So, well, thank you. Yeah. Well, get out of here and go get yourself ready to to do great things this weekend. Thank you so much. Of course. All right. Well, let's do the weather and then we'll switch places with everybody. Thanks, Olivia. And um, come on over, girls. Yeah, come on over, and somebody has to bring their own chair, but that's okay. So we will go over the weather because I know what a lot of people are wondering what's going on during the weekend or coming up this weekend. So, um, yeah, someone just kind of come over to the middle there, and then, yeah, yep, and then straddle the pole. Oh. Yeah, we pole dance around here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so today, um, actually, the temperatures are getting to be fantastic this weekend. As far as I'm concerned, if you love the hot, hot weather, it's not so much. But some rain in the forecast today, which we totally can use, with highs today in the mid-70s, lows around 54. For tomorrow on Friday and Saturday, just look at that, sunshine in the forecast, and highs in the mid to upper 70s. Then Sunday, a little bit of clouds, but highs again only of 83 degrees, so it's looking absolutely fantastic for the next couple of um, next few days, and we will take it. All right, so we have found some other great girls to be on the show this morning. So welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having us. Of course. And we were talking with Olivia just now, and Olivia obviously has done quite well as a runner. But um, we, you guys are here to talk about a camp that uh, is coming up, and it's um, in honor of your daughter, Elise, and your sister, Elise. So can you girls tell us a little bit about that? And if you'd like to tell about Elise, too, we would love that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, the- and this is Michelle and oh. Cher, by the way, is black. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have introduced you. Yeah, um, so the camp is take, taking place June 13th um, through through the 17th. It'll go from 8 a.m. in the morning to 2, 2, 2 p.m. Um, and it's at the Jack Jackson City School track on um, Tropic Street. Oh, so close by. Yes, very, very close. Great. Um, and it's kind of a mix mixture of training um, as well as there are some um, some some speakers as, as well um, to kind of talk about um, a lot of top, top, topics that we think affect um, student athletes and sure. kind of um, pre preparing them to think about, you know, um, how to kind of not only take care of your body, but your mind as well. Um, Good. So yeah, um, it's open to any student ath- athlete, grade six through 12. Um, and I actually have a link for students sign up if maybe we can put 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 that in the comments. Yeah, after. James will be, so, he, he's really good at whipping that stuff up. So well, Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have, can you tell him what the link or where to find it? And then he can put it up on the. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I will. Um, I have it. Um, it's on my Facebook now, so maybe I can just send, send it af- after if that's okay. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And 
Can you kind of backstory and without getting all emotional, we're all going to get emotional and that's totally fine. Um, your daughter, Elise, was quite um, a student athlete here in Jackson as well. Can you can you talk about that for a moment? Um, yeah. So my daughter, Elise, um, she uh, in I think it was probably when we were still at Chill- in Chillicothe. So Chillicothe. High school. Yeah, so she was a freshman, I think, in high school. When when you moved here or? Um, when she, I think when she started to really get into to, kind of the running thing. Yeah. Right. Man, she was like Forrest Gump, man. You just couldn't stop her. She, she was just. <laughs> well, at, at first she struggled. Like at first she, uh, you know, she tried tennis. She tried um, basketball. I think she made one basket the whole, you know, the whole. Well, that's one more than I could make. So. <laughs> yeah. So, but then she found her niche uh, and it was running and she liked, you know, she was a distance runner and she, um, you know, she said it just helped her with a lot of the chaotic feelings. Like, you know, she was just having a lot of chaotic feelings and emotions she was trying to deal with. Mm-hmm. And running was just a great outlet for her. Love that. And she just kind of sunk her teeth into it and just went with it. And um, we moved to Jackson in 2013. 2013. Yeah, so it was my sophomore year of high school and it was her junior year. Okay. So, yeah. And, you know, Jackson just really welcomed my daughters. They just embraced them. And um, Well, they're easy to welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. So she really, um, you know, she just, I think she had her best, you know, time of her life here, you know running and her just you know making making friends and it was just wonderful and then you know she got a scholarship to um uh, northern kentucky university and um same as olivia yeah, yeah, that's so exciting going, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah both both from a jackson so that's crazy you know so yeah. isn't that wild that's so wild that you all were here together at the same time it's like fate or something yeah. yeah yeah and so my daughter and i michelle we're just trying to you know get the word out um this this cross country camp is being put on by it was started by a friend of Elise's. So, I mean, it's like testament to um, what a good friend Elise was to this, to Brandy Sickler. And um, also what a good person, you know, um, Brandy is to honor Elise in this way. So, yes, absolutely. Now, can you tell um, everyone a little bit, I know you touched on it, um, but could you tell everyone a little bit more about uh, what the camp will entail and who would be a great candidate to come? Yeah, so um, really any any af- athlete. Um, I know it says cross country um, on the name, but really any 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 student student athlete um, is well welcome to um, come. Um, I know last last year um, we had a lot of great great speakers come in, um, kind of touched on um, you know eating disorders, which you know is, can can become a big big thing with student student athletes. Um, we had some speakers come come in that you know talked about like like body image and loving your, yourself. I mean, kind of appreciating the things about yourself that aren't phys, 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 physical, you know, like like your heart and your mind. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think we're hoping to have a lot of some of the similar things as well, um, as well as, you know, talk talk about, about Elise and explain kind of, you know, like like the backstory of everything. So, yeah, um, I, I think that's kind of what we're um, thinking about about doing. Um, I also know we're trying to get some yo some yoga um, as as well involved in it, which Love I think that. is great as well to kind of um, de de decompress as well. Yes. Yeah. So so that's kind of um, what we're what we're thinking it'll look like. 
Okay. And, you know, there's a, there's so much out there as I was just, you know, sitting there talking to Olivia and I was putting myself back into what it was like to be not only a high school graduate, but a college graduate and the pressure that's put on you. And, and then like going into your freshman year in college even is, is a bit tough. And, um, but I think about, like I said to Olivia, these kids that they are so forced, you know, your junior year in high school, you're forced to make a decision on what you're going to do for that's going to affect you for the rest of your life. And that's enough to set anyone over the edge, you know? And so I love the fact that you all are doing these camps and helping, as Olivia said, putting people out there that are checking on you and making sure that your mind is is good and, and straight because it's a lot and it's it's getting worse. You know, I'm are you still in college? Did you? I just graduated. Oh, well, congratulations. Yes, thank you. Thank, thank you. Yeah, I just got, um, I graduated um, with my my master's in, in a, a, April. So I'm done with school forever. So, yeah. <laughs> so what are your future plans, Michelle? Um, I'm actually moving to the D.C. area. Okay. Um, I'm going to work in um, ESG work, which is um, an environmental so, so social and governance work. Um, so kind of help, helping companies um, be, be, be more um, and envir- environmentally friend- friendly. Oh, yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. And okay. uh, so, so and, and uh, share here is you're an attorney by yeah. trade. Are you still practicing? No. Okay. No. Um, after Elise died, I kind of felt, you know, um, like I wanted to uh, look at prevention, like, you know, how um, things like this could be prevented. So I've, I'm, sure. I'm now a suicidologist. I finished my training. So. Yes. Yeah. And we are, strangely enough, so we're going to get into that. You don't, you might not know that, but we're going to get into that because that's a thing. Um, how many kids... You were in school not too long ago. How how many kids did you meet, or that did you did you meet anyone that you were really worried about, or that you thought, man, you know, this camp could have helped them, or man, there's something they need support and and they don't know where to turn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, um, you know, not pers not personally, which you know, thank goodness. Um, sure. but you know, I feel like once, once it happens to you, it's kind of like you, you see it everywhere, you know, it's, yes. it seems like you hear about, about an athlete, you know, you know, passing away every other day, you know, from, from this sort sort of thing. Um, and I think a lot of the reason is because I think there's some, some shame and some, some taboo associated with kind of the mental health realm. Um, especially when yes. you're, you know, young, you know, when you're six, six, you know, fifth, 15, 16, you know, you might not have the tools to identify, you know, um, you know, is this feeling norm- normal or when, sh- when should I seek more, more, more help? Because I do think that, you know, anxiety, um, sad, sadness are all norm- normal feelings to have. It's just when they kind of tip to a point when, when, you know, you might need to kind of seek out additional help as well. So, um, which I think is what the camp's trying to do is to kind of create this, this safe space for these things to be shared, um, to kind of um, facilitate some um, di- dialogue, to kind of give, you know, kids skills early um, so, you know, they can check in on themselves and say, okay, when, 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 when is this be- becoming a prob- problem that I can't hand- handle and I need to seek out my coach or my parents or something like that? 
You know, and and with COVID, um, I think that if anything good has come out of COVID, um, mental health seems to be a topic that people aren't as ashamed to mention now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I will say that I went through the same thing in college and you are ashamed. You're like, why can't I get my stuff together? Like, what is wrong with me? And it's just, it would be so nice to know that there are people out there or like in my, um, in my, personal experience. I was having horrific panic attacks, but I didn't know what it was. I thought I was dying. I just thought I was dying. Like I didn't know and went to doctors and they were just like, Oh, you're just stressed out. But no one just looked at me and said, that's a panic attack. Like that's what's happening to you. Not one doctor said that. And I'm like, what? What? I finally found a, a pamphlet at school. I'm like, why am I diagnosing myself? Yeah. So, it's great that you guys are doing what you're doing because you feel like you're crazy. Yeah. 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 No, I, you know, I, I definitely feel, feel that, that way too. You know, I mean, I feel like, you know, cause I mean, I, I struggle with, with, with anxiety as well. I'm, I'm, I'm the same, same way as you. It's and, horrible. Yeah. And you think, you know, there's something wrong, wrong with me. I don't see anybody else struck, struck, struggling with this. We're talking about it. Yeah. So, yeah. so you feel like I'm alone in this feeling like, you know, I'm, you know, there's something wrong with me cause I'm so anxious all the time. I'm nervous about everything. Um, but I think just, you know, I think we're becoming a more um, kinder, you know, place to where we can talk about these things. Say, hey, I'm struggling with with this. Um, you know, I think this anxiety is, you know, it's too much for me to handle. Um, I should go see see some somebody, you know. Um, so I'm all for for therapy, even if you don't think you you need it. I still think that there's great um, tools that you can learn um, there there as well. So. Yeah, and I love that you say that. And this camp would probably be a perfect place to start. Um, because like you said, how do you know whether you're just nervous about a test or this is something that, you know, or just nervous about like your future? Like there's one thing to just have anxiety about. I'm not sure. Uh, fear of the unknown. But then there's a whole other realm of like it becoming de- debilitating. <clears throat> so, well, okay. So... Let's. What's your favorite thing story about Elise? Um, you know, I so I I never seem to got this this running gene. Um, I'm the least <laughs> athletic person in our Me family. Either, I but, think. You know, I, I so um, bless her heart. Um, you know, when she first started really getting into running, you know. She would you know want me to run 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 with 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 her and. I mean, bless her heart, would just go, go very, very slow. And I know she was just ready to just take off, um, you know, but she would she would be like, you know, Michelle, you know, after a while, it feels great to run. I'm like, I've never felt, I felt worse after I ran. Yeah, like so, I don't, this whole runner's high thing, I've never experienced. I, I haven't either. So, you know, I mean, she wanted me to run with, with her so bad. I would try, you know, because, you know, I'm the little sister. So I would be like, okay, you know, well, yeah, I'll, my I'll big give it sister's a try. doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, at some, at some, some point you, you realize your uh, talents are elsewhere um so you know I don't want to you know hold her 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 back anymore so yeah so that was my um kind of dab dab dabble with 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 running kind of facilitated by Elise um she was always so so sweet whenever I would run you know but I just it's just not my thing I I never seem to 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 got that gene <laughs> so I, I don't I don't know if if she has it but I, I definitely don't so 
Yeah, I'll just, I'll just kind of bit, chime in on that. So when they first took it up, I know they we I went to pick them up after the first practice, and they could barely walk, and they were like just like dragging their bodies. Do you remember? And yeah, this this was um in Chilla Chilla Coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is before we moved here, and I was like, oh, this this will probably be the end of this, you know. And but no, but Elise just kept going and going, and I think you decided just what you said. It was not for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I would have decided the same thing yeah. that you decided so, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, along the same line, it's like athletics are great. They're a great outlet. It's just when you do that thing you're talking about where you're like your mind starts doing stuff, you know, and you don't know if you're normal or not and when to push, when to not push. I mean, all these things kind of come from experience, I think. And, you know, we're talking about young, young people here. This camps for what grades six through 12 or something. So it's just great to start getting them, you know, at least open to the idea that, you know, um, there is help. You know, you don't have to do this alone. I mean, you know, people care about you, things like that. So. Sure, absolutely. And, you know, and, and just that feeling of, are, am I normal? Are these normal feelings? Or am I like a freak of nature? Or is everyone going to point and giggle at me? Or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So, good Elise story. Tell us. Oh. As her mother, there's a million. <laughs> yeah, I'm there's sure, a million. But... I don't know which one to. Oh, there's just so many. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if the viewers know how Elise died. I mean, I'm assuming that they could probably guess from the. Well, and I think is. we need to tell her story. Um, yeah. And it's hard, and we'll probably all cry, but it's okay, you know. And and uh, we need to tell her story so that people um, understand why this camp is important and why her life. Uh, is important. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my daughter and I talked like there's still a bit of a stigma with, you know, suicide. And um, but, you know, that that happens. And that that's, you know, how Elise left me. But, um, yeah, my last story, we went to um, Myrtle Beach and um, we were walking on the beach, the three of us just like picking up trash. And um, it just (laughs) seemed like so normal and like everything was normal. Yeah. And then like within, you know, like five days you know she was she was gone she's gone yeah so it's just well and you know when you when you hear the news and I know as a family I can't even imagine um living that but you know when I heard the news I immediately said what everyone else said why on earth Elise had everything going for her she was beautiful girl very smart very talented, had a, you know, scholarship to college, like had everything in the world going for her. Why on earth would she choose this? And, you know, and I think that you've been doing some studying to kind of um, come up with reasons why. I mean, because it's, it's, they're, the, someone that's not suicidal is looking at, from the outside in and saying, I don't understand this. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the whole reason I went um, to you know, study this, this um, you know, this education I've been getting. And, uh, and the, what's it called again? I'm sorry. It's um, this. The branch is called suicidology. And I've been certified to do psychological autopsy investigations. And the whole point of those is to answer the why questions that you're just you know, that you're putting out there, which, I mean, I had, I had tons of those. So it was like, you know, why, why now, why this way? I mean, so the, the whole point of the training is to uh, just individually, you know, one by one, 
look at a life and just kind of see, like get into the mind of the person who died by suicide and um, kind of, you know, answer these why questions. And the greater goal is, of course, prevention, because sure. you know, as we start to learn, like why individuals do this, we can kind of extrapolate into like bigger themes about maybe, you know, what are the, um, you know, what are the signs, how to get in there, you know, if you do see the signs, how to prevention, you know, things like that. But yeah, I think a lot of it too for for I think the value in it is like it kind of gives closure to to fam families as well if they don't really know, you know. I mean, I feel like everyone's entitled to kind of know the the truth about everything as well. So I one hundred percent. I I think that helps too. I think that's also some value in it too. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and I I would agree with that because that's always I have to think that's the first question why, like why would somebody that seemingly has this perfect life. Um, and, and as you said, um, not too long ago, I feel like we've been on this rash of student athletes that have mm -hmm. committed suicide and, you know, you hear about it on the news and you're just like, wow. And again, while you hate that, um, I'm glad that, that, that some awareness is being made to it because it, it can't be swept under the rug. It's happening for a reason. Right. And you also made a good point where you're, you know, you're like, am I crazy? This kind of thing. Yeah. But um, suicidal ideation or like thoughts of suicide are actually very common. Like, you know, as, as this happened to us, we'll be talking to people and we'll hear like, yeah, I've, you know, I ha I've had thoughts. So it's like very common. It's not like you're not crazy. It's just you just go through times where you those are like normal. A lot of people have those. It's just when, um, you know, it's like less common are the actual attempts. And even even more rare are the actual, you know, completed suicides. And even though um, it's like a leading cause of death, it's still a very low, like um, I think there are, the CDC says there are 40,000 suicides per year. Okay. Would that be in the United States? Yes, in the okay, United okay. States. And, but there's, you know, what, 320 million people in the United States. So it's like sure. a low baseline event. But, um, you know, so it's just finding out like when the sort of like, normal part. I mean, I'm not saying like, I'm, I have no, um, you know, degrees or anything in science or mental health. It's just, you know, just this course I've taken through the American Association of Suicidology. Sure. But, um, you know, it's like, okay, so suicidal thoughts are, you know, it's not that don't, they just don't kill you, you know, so you can. Okay. Um, but you know, it's like, as it goes and progresses is when it starts getting, you know, more and more dangerous. And you know what actually kills you is the lethal means but you've got to be pretty, have the momentum built up of going on down that path to where you get to the point where you're willing to take your own life. Right. You know? so, so like thinking about it and then actually going through the steps of, and research of planning it and um, mm -hmm. doing a lot of that stuff is, um, yeah, that's a bit further down the road. So I, I guess ideally you'd kind of want to stop the the, mo the, mo the momentum going, I guess, you know, so like, let's say, you know, it does cross, you know, a line, I guess, um, you know, there's, I guess there should be some, um, some, some checkpoints in place, I guess, to where you don't kind of keep going down this, this spiral into it. So, you know, mm -hmm. that makes sense. You got to put a bump in the road somewhere. Yeah. Right. Speed bump. And people are so hard on themselves, aren't they? Oh, I mean, they just we're, beat themselves up, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I'm not as good. And they can compare themselves to other people and think, you know, everyone else has got it going on. And here's me with all this, you know, all these things. I mean, I'm no good. I'm a, I'm a loser. Look at me, you know. Yeah. And <clears throat> that kind of stuff. So <laughs> one of my friends has this um, thing that he puts on Facebook 
probably once a month. And it just says, may your lives be something like, may your lives be as awesome as you portrayed it on Facebook <laughs> or whatever. And, yeah. you know, I know what he's saying. It's, it's that. And with social media, I can't even imagine the, the gas that that puts on a fire for people to feel inadequate. And I mean, I look at Facebook and I'm like, my God, they're perfect. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't post anything because I suck. Like, <laughs> you know, like I, I don't. Nobody's interested in what no, I have you to don't say. Suck. <laughs> well, thank you. But no. nobody cares what I have to say. You know, like people care. But uh, <laughs> see, that's good to Lost know. She's so she's so uh, supportive. <laughs> but no, I I definitely think you're right. I mean, especially you know, I think you know. My my generation, we 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 live our lives online, you know. So yes. I'll get on Facebook, you know, Twitter, um, linked LinkedIn and Instagram, and be like, you know, these people have everything that I, I I'm lacking, you know, you know, you know, I I don't see what I have, you know. So it's kind of like, you know, real realizing that you know you 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 only put your 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 high your highlight reels online, you you know you you don't. Don't don't put the worst parts, right? Yeah, so like I have stinky feet or you know whatever. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> right, right. So you know, I mean, so that's only one part that you're seeing of, of some someone, you, you know, too. So I think just, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the you know the 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 talk of social media on men mental health is like a whole other thing, you know, in I, itself. Too. My gosh, I can't so. even believe. <laughs> And, you know, and, and you think about it, though, and I'm sure that if you made one post today, there would be 10 people out there saying, man, I wish I was her. Like, you know, that's so cool that she's doing X, Y, or Z. So, yeah, that comparing yourself to other people it's, is just, it's just not healthy. Yeah. You know? What is that yeah. quote? Uh, comparison is like the thief of joy or something like that, oh, you know? True. Yeah. So, so true. Like, yeah. we're all awesome in different ways. Like, yeah. we should right. celebrate that. Right. And yeah. so and so it's great with the, with the camp. I mean, sure you want to be competitive, you want to be your best, you don't want to you want to compete against yourself, right? I want to keep you you know like the, breaking your records like Olivia was talking yeah, right, about, you know. Right. You always want to one up yourself, right. nothing else. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So hopefully the camp will, you know, allow that competitiveness to be but kind of balance it with kind of some mental health stuff and some kind of, you know, camaraderie and anyway. So. Wouldn't that be good just if if kids were just, you know, needing support of other kids? I mean, if nothing else, that's that's enough. Yeah. You know, like, hey, I'm here with my peers and we're all in this together. Yeah, exactly. Because we are, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I know when I was, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, you know, that's really who my, I mean, I mean, you know, obviously I had my mom too, but you know, when you're young, you know, your friends are such like a large and in, in influence on you as well so I feel like having that you know I mean having a healthy sub- supportive peers you know also helps kind of with that as well so yeah totally agree with that and um, that's good peer pressure hopefully yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely so let's delve into a little bit about um, you know your study and and what would it be used for you know what would be the benefits of the things that you have learned and what have you learned since Elise passed that that you're just like, oh wow, I can't believe maybe that I missed that or or I wish I had known that. Not like beating yourself up, just you know, what are what are some of the things that people could look for? Um, 
Elise was very good about um, keeping everything inside. And so, you know, and she always put on this really pretty smile. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, you just never knew what was going on, you know, beneath the surface there. And I think one of the lessons is you really don't know. Someone could be really struggling, like my own daughter is really struggling, and she's not letting me in. Yep. And um, so... Oh, you found her. (laughs) Thanks, James. See, I told you he's good Uh, at that stuff. Yep, that's so her. Yep, that's her in her Northern Kentucky uniform. Um, So see, she would would do that to me. She looked like that all the time. Pretty much. Even a bigger smile than that. Pretty much. Yeah. Say, how are you doing? Fine, Mommy. You know, (laughs) Um, but she just never really let you in. And um, it wasn't until after she'd already passed that we started reading some of her writings. Like, she even wrote me a note detailing you know how much she hated herself wow you know and it's like what you know i adore you what right you're perfect right. like shush right so it's like you know, it's the mental it's the mind like her mind was her like she bullied herself you know she was just constantly beating herself up like you know your mom's wasting money on you you know you you don't deserve anything you know i mean i don't know wow. this is like truly a corrosive um way of thinking that i had no idea was even that existed. Just, yeah. So, I mean, how do you, how do you get someone to open up? And, um, so that's what I would do. I would be, I would try to find ways to say, no, how are you really doing? I, I don't want you just to like make me feel better. Just, sure. you know, not be a burden. Cause she always worried about being a burden, you know? So like, how are you really doing? You know? Yeah. And, um, you know, if she could just tell me, I hate myself, mom. Well, first I'd probably just, you know, like burst out in tears because it's so, I couldn't, I can't even like, wrap my how mind. How can to... you fathom that? Because everyone loves her, right? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's like she was always trying to lift everyone else up. But yeah, she herself was like, you know, come to find out was always in the, like, pretty low, you know, feeling yeah. bad. So um, yeah, my lesson is, yeah, don't just take the first answer. Mm-hmm. Just kind of dig more. If you know that if you're close to them, you know, just kind of like, okay, I, I know you're, you know, you're wanting to do your best and stuff, but tell me how you're really doing, you know. Something like that, I think. That makes sense. And as a sister, you know, um, you guys are close. You're very close. Yes. And, um, you know, what would you say to to people? When do they need to start digging or maybe say something? I think when when it becomes kind of a repetitive thing. I mean, you know, I'm, you know, no expert as well. Um, This is just stuff, you know, I've learned through my own therapy and things I've read as well. Yeah. Um, When it starts becoming kind of like, like the hamster on the wheel, like, like, like you just can't seem to break, like, like the, the uh, train, train of thought, I I think is probably when, um, you know, it, it, it might be best for you to kind of seek, seek help, Um, you know, but other than that, you know, I mean, I, I think really it's just just being being aware of yourself and like how how you're feeling too, you know. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm not sure if you know if your training really taught. I mean, if anything else that they've taught for for yourself, like how do you you know? Right. So my training pretty much like the psychological autopsy is pretty much you know if you suspect it's a suicide, um, you kind of want to come in and like talk to the you know, the loved ones, the people who knew the person the best. Okay. And, just kind of get into their head, like what were they going through? What what were their struggles? Um, you look at you know records, whatever records you can find, uh, their writings, you know their Facebook, like things like that. Just to kind of get in there and see what was really going on. But there isn't an, an aspect of prevention in that um, 
having a suicide of someone close to you increases your own risk of suicide. So that's a, oh. that's a increase. Like if like Michelle's and my risk factor for suicide went up after Elise did that because well because maybe because you miss them and you just just want to see them you, know, you just want to be with them you know or you're down because of you know what you've been through. So it does increase the risk. So, so part of the um, the training is that if you are talking, like if I were talking to Michelle about Elise, and I just started noticing that she's maybe sort of in a fragile state, mm-hmm. that would be then I would be like, you know, can, what can I do for you? Can I and try to get her because I'm not a medical, you know, mental health provider, right. but I but I do care, and I would say, you know, what can can I can I um, help you find some, you know, do you need to talk? I mean, I I don't want to intrude, but I care. And, you know, what can I do for you? You know? And so that's the element of prevention. And then at the end, all of the data that they get, the scientists at the American Association of Suicidology are going to like, you know, AI is going to be very helpful in terms of, you know, making things that people say, like, is this a red flag? Is this a real red flag? Or is this just someone who's crying for help? Which is important, you know. Okay. But they might be different. Like someone may just want help. Where I think Elise, she she didn't want help. She was just like done, you know. So yeah. So anyway, I know I'm saying a lot, but there's no. There's a I lot think it's here, but. fantastic. Yeah. So there is an element of prevention to what I'm doing, but a lot of what I'm doing is like getting inside of the head of Elise. Like if I were doing one on her, and my um, assignment was Kurt Cobain. So I did a psychological autopsy on Kurt Cobain. Um, okay, and when we're saying autopsy, that's not meaning like you're you're got the scalpel it's, it's, and you're you're yeah. analyzing their thoughts and you know right. what got them to that point. Right. Okay, so Kurt Cobain. Now, yeah. th- I gotta know. Yeah. That there had to be a lot of complexity there. I, yes. I, yeah, I'm sure there's. I mean, I've read some so many like like conspiracy theories about about that too. So I'm sure that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah, too, right. You know, exactly. So, yeah. Well, there's an interesting thing about that because that was given to me as um, as a suicide. You know, like this is a suicide. We want you to do a get into Kurt Cobain's head through. And obviously, I can't talk to Courtney Love, his wife, right. or Francis Bean Cobain, his daughter. I mean, they're not gonna talk to me. I did. I did actually try to talk to some people, but it's been like 20 plus years. And um, no one returned my calls or my emails or anything. So I had to do this one from, there's just a lot on the internet about it. There's some books that have been written about it. And there's, you know, the corn or um, the death certificates online and a lot of things. So I'm just like looking at documents. Um, I couldn't talk to people, but I'm looking at statements they've made and things like that. Okay. But the interesting thing is just because something looks like a suicide and just because something's you know, had suicidal ideation and maybe an attempt, you know, there's like this Rome suicide um, attempt, perhaps, you know, I don't know if that was or not, where he took an overdose of pills. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Kurt Cobain, the lead singer of Nirvana. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess that was going to be my question too. You know, when someone overdoses, um, which unfortunately we have quite a bit around here, um, what, you know, is that, a suicide were they trying how do you how do you know whether someone overdosed and they were trying or overdosed because they just had bad judgment that day or you know took something they shouldn't have and and i would say that that would have been in kurt cobain's case um well actually in kurt cobain um the findings that i i um had was that it was not a suicide okay there was no evidence that he just od'd 
No, no, no. He, what he, did he die from? I can't even remember. Gunshot wound to the head. Okay. Yeah. Through his mouth. Okay. So. So you're thinking that it wasn't a suicide. I There's no evidence that um, Kurt Cobain pulled the trigger on that shotgun. <gasps> yeah. I'm serious. She's 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 spilling some hot tea here. <laughs> oh, oh, the tea <laughs> got real hot real quick. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So if you really dig into that, yeah, I, I mean, couldn't. I don't know why I didn't know that. How did I not know that? Probably because it was twenty some years ago now. But yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, he had he had enough heroin in him to render him unconscious within seconds. You know, it was like. Even for a seasoned user, um, it was like three times what a oh you know so um, that does sound fishy. Yeah, so so I mean, um, there's a guy called Cyril Wacht. He's a well-known forensic. Um, uh, what does he do? Like the, the forensic, he looks at you know after the person dies, like the forensic evidence that's there. Okay, and he's you know he's gone on record saying, no, 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 this he couldn't have he couldn't have pulled the trigger. Because like he wouldn't he, have been physically able to. He couldn't have to. rolled his sleeve back down, put away his drug kit. Um, because it's, it's a lot of times they overdose with the needle, with the still, needle yeah. still in there. That's how quick this is. Yeah, yeah, stuff happens just like that. Right. And the, and the other fact I was looking at was that um, the shotgun that was, in, you know, that was laying on him uh, in an inverted position had no finger, no legible fingerprints on it anywhere. And if you would have pulled the trigger... Uh, you would have. So someone had to wipe it after. So. Ooh, sh you're right. Spilling the tea. Look at <laughs> yeah. you go. Yeah. Interesting. Now, they gave you that assignment because they knew what you were going to find. It was going to be some crazy stuff, Actually, maybe. So, <laughs> some of my fellow students found it was a suicide. So, oh. I mean, you know, there's a... But I'm, I'm just telling you why I arrived at my conclusion. Sure. Those were the two big, big... That and, and your lawyer nature came out a bit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was the only lawyer in my head. So. I'm thinking like a lawyer yeah. too yeah. on all of this. It's evidence, right? It's all about evidence. What one hundred percent show. So yeah. That's right. So have you actually um studied like uh I don't want to say real cases, that's not the 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 right thing, but someone that isn't a celebrity, have you been, you know, maybe called in to analyze or or have you done anything like that? I'm wanting to. I really am. Uh, I just got certified recently, so okay. And and funding is always an issue because it takes time to to talk to people. It takes time to look, you know, to do this thing, you know. So someone's gonna have to, you know, unless I can like volunteer all the time, which I can't, you know. Sure. Um, so I'm looking at like grant funding for like to get at least part of it paid. But um, I really do want to do this for families, um, you know. And I know the local problem here with the the drug overdoses versus maybe accidental. Um, right. There's a push in Ohio to to kind of, you know, discern which it was because it, it's important for record keeping and it's just things that the family might, may or may not want to, like some family members would want to know, you know, like you said, why? We want to know why. Sure. So if this was an accident um, and you had asked earlier about like what you would do, well, from my perspective, I would talk to family members, like if it was a family member of yours, I would say, well, tell me, you know, tell me what your brother was going through, you know, and just uh, look at like in the past, had he, did he, did he like deviate from the amount he'd used in the past? Was it like extremely more? Okay. That would show me that, you know, it's a little bit more intentional because, you know, he knows how much he can handle. Yeah. Because and if yet, you're a seasoned then you know, drug user, right? then you know what you use. Yeah. So you're pretty good at 
discerning like how much you can sure. use. And if you like just shoot it up, well, that, in, you know, I mean, this is not a science. It's, it's kind of like an art and a science too, right? You're yeah. just kind of like seeing what the evidence can show you and kind of talking to people and just getting a feel for where this person was in their mind at the time and hopefully being able to answer some questions. Yeah, and it's not black and white. It's subjective, I guess, too. So Right. Yeah. And sometimes there's like the scales, you know, the scales of justice. Sometimes there's a lot of evidence. Like in Kurt Cobain, there's just a lot. This was not a suicide. But in others, it's more subtle. So Makes you know. sense. And then you just put that in your report. Like, I, I really can't say, you know, um, to any degree of, you know, scientific certainty or anything. But, you know... It just, you know, maybe the scales tip slightly either way, but it looks a little shady. It's probably, <laughs> if it smells like the skunk, it probably is, right? <laughs> yep. So um, we'll recap the, the camp um, before we let you girls get out of here. But um, God forbid someone uh, have a sister or, or a daughter or, or son or relative, loved one. Uh, commit suicide. Um, and this was not something, and there she is again. Um, <laughs> this is not something that everybody, there's, again, it's like COVID, there's no playbook for this, right? Um, so what are there resources out there? What would you like, now knowing what you've gone through, what would you like for, for folks to know? Kind of in hindsight, I guess. Um, there are resources and I think starting in July, there's going to be like a statewide, um, hotline that people can call. But if it's like, you know, Elise, she would, I mean, she knew she could call us, right? She doesn't need to call a hotline, but I mean, right. the hotlines are important, yes. but I think like family and friends and, you know, just kind of like caring and, um, you know, pushing a little bit If someone says, I'm fine. Just kind of like push, just push a little just because you care so much, you know what I mean? You know? Yeah, that makes like sense. Like, if I had to do over again, I would say, like, what is really going on? You know, what, tell mommy, I love you. I want to know. I want to know. You know, if you don't, if you don't feel well, tell me. Yeah. You know? and, and I mean, we can't help anyone if they don't open up, right? I know, but it goes back to what we were talking I about know. that, you know, you don't want to be judged or you don't want to be made fun of or, or you right. don't want to burden others with your issues. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you mean resources like like if you lost someone? Like, yeah. I mean, you, all, all yeah. of that. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is just, um, you know, you are allowed as much time as you need to kind of grieve things, to kind of work through things. Um, you know, there is no 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 time time timeline for for these kinds of things. Um, I think giving yourself grace and space to also do these things. Um and also, um, again, you know, I feel this kind of grief can be very, very traumatic. And I think um, seeking out um, help, like talk ther ther therapy, um, is what I would have maybe told myself um, to do very early on two years ago. Okay. Um, and I feel like um, it's helped a lot. And so I recommend to anyone that might be going through maybe something like that, um, would recommend, you know, getting into um, ther therapy, you know, just to kind of work through what this means, um, as soon as you can. So that makes sense. And, and I know it's like such a catch 22 because your family, you love them, but, but now you're all going through the same thing in different ways. And it's like, you know, you, 
sometimes you can't be there for each other because you're you're not strong yourself at that particular moment. So finding some subjective person to talk to might be a good thing. And I have found, and Michelle can, you know, confirm or deny, but um, I have found that Elisa's passing is like just completely shattered us, but like really opened us. I feel closer. Like it's almost like I'm constantly wanting to know if Michelle's okay. You know I mean? I, it's, it's sure. actually, the effect has been, um, I think it's drawn us closer. What do you think? I mean, we were close before, but it's like, you know, I just really want her to know how how worthy she is, how <laughs> precious, you know what I'm saying, like this kind of thing. I, and I maybe didn't do a good enough job with Elise, but um, oh, I'm going to do a really right. good job with you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Never yeah. would I ever say that in a million years because, and again, Elise, if you looked at her from the outside looking in, had, uh, you know, perfect parents and perfect life and she was beautiful and talented and, you know, you just think, you would have no reason to think otherwise. Yeah. And I know, you know, I know we came on here to kind of talk about, you know, the way the how, you know, her death has kind of made this camp and all kinds of things. But yes. I really, you know, um, also kind of want to emphasize um, how the way she lived her life, too. You know, I, I feel like that to me, you know, is so more, much more important than how she died. Yeah. Um, you know, she... I mean, you know, I think anyone that, that knew her um, knew how kind she was, yes. how she held space for anyone, um, how what a wicked sense of humor she had. The fun, you know, um, so really, that's kind of you know what I want, how I want people to remember her as is, you know, as this you know wonderful person, and not kind of the way that she chose to to leave. Um, so yeah. Well, I think that what what you know you would say about Elise is what you saw is what she was she was just her own worst enemy. Exactly. You know, she was all of those great things to everyone else, just not herself. Interestingly, part of what drove her to be a good runner, and, you know, distance runners really have to run through pain. Oh, you know. Yes. So part of what drove her also was, you know, her, her, you know, made, made her miserable because she kept driving, 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 driving herself so hard all the time. And yes, she was successful, but, you know, at some point you've got to, like, give yourself a break, right? Yeah. And she could never do that. So, Yeah. Yeah. It's a blessing and a curse, right? <laughs> there you go. That's, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. I don't have the, I'm like you, I don't have that running, <laughs> yeah. running through the pain. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, I don't have the running through anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Olivia has it. Yeah. yeah. Olivia definitely yeah. has it. So yeah. we'll find our own talents. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's head um, back to the camp and um, please refresh everybody. Um, there is the oh, uh, flyer yes, for the camp and Let's talk. There's a QR code there, so you can actually just scan that if you yeah. want more information. And the link is in the comments. Thank you, James. He's the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, so tell everybody the deets once again. Yeah. Um, so June um, 13th through 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 the sev the 17th um, from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Um, and it'll be at the Jack Jackson um, the Jackson City Track um, um, on tro on tro Tropic Street. So, yep. And then um, there's also a $30 red registration fee to be paid at the start of, of, of the camp as, as well, which I think I forgot to mention at the beginning. So Okay. Well, we didn't assume it was, you know, for free. So what, <laughs> what are you hoping, hoping people get out of the camp? Yeah, I guess, um, you know, um, conditioning for, for the cross country season, um, as well as I think, Maybe having a newfound, um, 
you know, love for for them themselves. Um, you know, um, being able to identify, you know, um, their their emotions as well as, you know, being able to understand that, you know, you have to be kind to yourself as well. Um, you know, being being a student athlete is just one part of you. You know, there are so right. many other parts of you that are also like important and that matter matter too. So I think that's probably what I would want uh, them to really get 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 out of it. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, you girls, see, you made it. They were nervous, but they made it. <laughs> I told you it would just be like us talking for a few minutes. This is our first time. You did yeah. great. Yeah. Absolutely. And I love that we were able to celebrate Elise as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, Jennifer. and I appreciate you, Jennifer, letting us, you know, um, to speak free freely about her and about this 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 top topic because you know I mean it is some, something that people kind of shy away from sure even even though you know I, I do think it affects a lot of pe- people so I just um I very am very appreci- appreciative that you let us come on here and talk about it because I you think so much. I think it's I our think, pleasure yeah I think it just starts a conversation you know too so anyway thank you oh absolutely and you girls are welcome back anytime you come back and see us and and we'll hang and we'll have a good time um but yeah maybe maybe today check on your loved ones right yeah yeah never know ask the question did we have anything uh that people needed to know james or any questions yeah well i just wanted to remind everybody that tomorrow on the show we're going to have the apple city wholesalers and Rio Grande University Community College President Ryan Smith on the show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so he stopped by the studio. We were able to chat with him a little bit about um, their new um, uh, agriculture program that they're doing. So that's really cool as well. So we'll talk about cows and stuff. (laughs) All right, well, girls, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you all so much for tuning in and best of luck to our sweet Olivia and uh, we know she'll do great things and we'll let you know how that comes out um, this weekend. So have a wonderful day, everyone, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye.